0: A hard shoulder with Nissan, number one for petrol in Ireland, number one for electric. Nissan, innovation that excites. This
1: is News Talk. Eamon, thank you very much. Good evening. You're listening to the hard shoulder. Kieran Cuddihy with you until seven o'clock. Dara O'Brien is a Fianna Fáil TD and he is Minister for Housing. He is with me now. Minister, you're very welcome uh, to the show. Um, thank so, you, Kieran. quite a few things to, to get through. We might start with those uh, homeless figures, the latest figures over 12,000 uh, people homeless. A- at what point do you accept that the ever increasing number is an indictment on your leadership at that department?
0: Look, Ciarán, it remains a very difficult issue, uh, no question, and no least so for those who are actually in emergency accommodation and are many reasons why people fall into homelessness. Um, you know, I absolutely accept um, the minister with responsibility for that. Uh, my job is, is to make sure we can exit as many people as possible out of homelessness into safe and secure homes. And doing that is through supply, uh, is one of the main ways of doing it, and thankfully you know we've seen a substantial increase in supply last year and um, we're working very hard to increase further this year both social and affordable homes and yes indeed private homes too and other measures that we brought in such as the purchase with tenants in situ which have expanded which are people who've received notices to quit and are on housing assistance payments or rental assistance payments we're actually we've about 1900 homes now uh, either purchased or going through the process of being purchased in that so It is the number one issue for me. Uh, There is no question about that. The real way of dealing with it is trying to reverse. 10-12 years of very significant undersupply in all 10 years of housing Mm. and we're doing that now thankfully so um for me that is the real solution to this that we can exit people into permanent social housing if they're on the social housing list and thankfully last year we built more new social homes than we've done since 1975 we need to do more i'm acutely aware of that and we'll continue to do that
1: so when does that number start to come down
0: well, Ciarán, it's very hard to predict that, uh, and I want to be very honest with you. We've seen the increase whilst for the additional 260 people who found themselves in emergency accommodation uh, last month is obviously really, really difficult for them. We want to make sure that we have the appropriate accommodation for them. Uh, it was much less than some would have predicted um, post the ending of the winter moratorium. So I want to see the figure coming down. I can't give you, uh, in all honesty, a date when I see that happening. What I will say to you, though, is that if we continue to increase the housing output, which we did last year, and the outlook, even in a high interest rate environment that we have now, in a high cost environment, is, is pretty good this year. Um, you know, so that is really the measure that we need to take. And mm. all forms of housing help. The homeless situation so the more properties we have or people who are in unsecure tenancies that we can get them into social housing that helps and we, actually in the first quarter of this year we exited or prevented over 1500 people uh, who were in emergency accommodation out into into permanent housing mm-hmm. and i want to see more of them going into social housing when, the other thing that fit sorry kieran go ahead yeah but
1: i, I like i mean
0: Every interview you, you and I have done
1: since you took over uh, uh, this job, uh, you know, you've talked about the, the, the ever-increasing level of supply. And I'm not kind of mm-hmm. pouring cold water on those figures, but it's still also true that since you took over the job, 3,400 extra people are homeless. It was about 8,800 when you started, and we're now 12,200. But the yeah. basically, the population of Monaster Avon has been made homeless while you've been in the gig, while all these new houses are coming online. So something and, is broken.
0: And there's many reasons for that, and if you look at the, the lower figure of 8,000, uh was we're in the teeth of COVID when we had a blanket eviction ban as well. And I think most people will understand that that couldn't be sustained forever. Uh, and, you know, as I mentioned, 2020 and 2021, the housing output was actually affected by COVID. That's not an excuse, it's just a reality. We'd, uh, you know, two very significant construction shutdowns. Um, but most people will understand that where there is a serious demand for housing, we need to meet that through supply. And like we exceeded our target last year by over 5,000 new homes. And that is the way of actually dealing with this issue. We There are many reasons make up as to why people fall into homelessness. That can be relationship breakup, it can be you're being evicted out of the private rental sector, it can be new arrivals into the country as well who who, who require our assistance too. Um, and we've got to get to a stage whereby we've enough accommodation to be able to support that. Now what does give me hope in, in that regard, Kieran, is over the last three years since I have taken over, we've seen substantial decreases in the social housing waiting list. Last year one and two new properties bought were bought by first time buyers, many first time buyers who are in rental accommodation and don 't want to be and they 've been able to buy homes now through schemes like the first home scheme and the help to buy grant and we 're seeing you know quite um optimistic signs in that space even in yeah. the first quarter of so, this year, so all of those you see the reason I mentioned that Karen is because all the different areas be it private housing public housing be it for rental or for purchase all interact with each other and the more people that we can get who want to buy their home buying their home by using the government schemes to do it that frees up more properties it's even like student accommodation uh, additional student accommodation helps in that space too by freeing up um, particularly properties in the private rental sector and it's no surprise to anyone that since 2016 We have seen a substantial um, exodus of individual landlords in particular from the private rental market that has shrunken the stock that's available there for people. Uh, And, you know, we've seen a demonization of of good landlords, too, uh, both in in politics and also in in, in the media. And that has not helped. And we've got to reverse that exodus, too, so we can actually provide homes for people when they're needed in in the private rental sector. And, but the, and so yeah, it, it all interacts with each other.
1: It, 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 it absolutely does. Uh, but I guess the trends and, and the figures you would have in front of you would indicate that, you know, the the, the, the most acute problem is in that private rental sector. Yes. Uh, um, that, that's where the pinch is most. And, and we see that yesterday in, in the CSO and the census uh, data, the, the level of increase um, in rent. So what then do you make of Leo Varadkar's focus, he says, when it comes to housing, t Taoiseach, that it is primarily about ownership private ownership of housing above all else
0: well our housing for all plan which is the government plan that i'm responsible for st- sets out very clearly what our priorities are and my priorities as housing minister is making sure that we provide good affordable housing for people who who want to buy and i believe in home ownership and i've always i've said that to you many times and i want people who are in that position mm-hmm. to do it that's why i have the first home scheme in place and the help to buy grant but we it's not at the expense of social housing, I believe. So no, it's not a higher housing. priority than social housing. No, it is not, because all of them, as I've just said to you before I answered this particular question, all interact with each other. Um, we need good public Do you, housing. You respectfully
1: we, disagree with the Taoiseach?
0: Well, I, I'm look. I, I, what I'm saying to you is, is that there are a number of priority areas, um, and all of those areas Mm. interact with each other more social housing which we're doing affordable housing for the first time in a generation i want to see more of that and yes private housing but when we see people who are like i I have the 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 honor of being able to travel around the country meeting people who've got their new social homes who have been Mm. waiting four five six and more years some eight ten years and the difference it makes to them and their families is immense and i want to continue doing that and I want to continue to increase that output. And that's why we're investing four and a half billion euro this year in housing, both in social housing and in affordable housing and another area on the rental side if I could say because you're right to raise that is why I've brought forward state-backed cost rental we've over a thousand tenancies in place it didn't exist 16 18 months ago I legislated mm. for it we've tenants in place what that means is basically long-term secure tenures minimum 50 years and the rents are, are only based on the cost of managing and developing uh, the, uh, the, the development itself and our minimum 25% below uh, the, the market price. Most on average, it's about 35%. Yeah, And that's been really popular, but we want to scale that up further. and We're going to be able to do that this year too, even with a, a high interest rate environment. That's why I brought forward measures a couple of weeks ago, like the cost rental viability measure. Um, like uh, to get more support yeah. going by It's frustrating way though, isn't it isn't, right? it?
1: isn't all of this frustrating <laughs> for people listening to this because they think who am I meant to believe? Darrell O'Brien who is the Minister for Housing says that, you know a, 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 a private sale of houses is not a priority above and beyond the provision of social housing <laughs> but the person leading the government says otherwise. Says quite clearly Look, not, it is. It, it, you it's can't not, both be right is what I'm saying. No, no, if, if you're well, saying you're I'm,
0: right, he's wrong. Okay, what I'm saying to you, I understand the point you're making. The Housing for All plan is published there. And very clearly, we have set our targets in each tenure, both okay. social housing... No, I accept that. So do you, do you
1: accept this kind of a yes or no? Do you accept that Leo Varadkar has priorities other than the Housing for All plan?
0: No, I don't. The government, the government's work as a collective. He quite clearly Look, says I, his highest priority. Sorry, Ciarán, I'm... I, what I'm saying to you as Housing Minister, and I'm the person responsible for the delivery of housing policy and for making sure that we build more homes for our people. What I'm saying to you is I'm very focused, yes, on home ownership. That's why I brought forward the First Home Scheme and expanded the Help to Buy grant that thankfully thousands of people who didn't think they were able to buy their own home are getting up to €100,000 worth of assistance to actually buy those homes directly from the state. And it's working and it's expanding. Okay. But that is not at the expense, Kieran, of social housing and that's why I was pleased to see last year, it was nearly close to 10,500 new social homes last year. And I want to do more than that this year. And that is a big turnaround in social housing delivery. Like, if you, if you even look back in, in the near term, you know, at the amount of social homes we delivered last year, and we can do more than that this year yeah. and the year after. So can it's not one at the expense of, of the other. It never has okay. been. That's not the government plan. We're very well, clear on it's the, the government T-Shot's plan. Keyshot's anyway. Across all tenures. Well, the government agrees in the programme for government what our plan right. is. Uh, and Housing can, for All Plan is published and it's financed and, and we're delivering on it.
1: Can I ask about the census? Thirty or three hundred and thirty rather, three hundred and thirty thousand households renting from private landlords. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two hundred and ninety seven thousand households registered tenancies registered with the R T B. Can you explain that discrepancy?
0: well the discrepancy in in many instances is around the the some landlords not actually being registered with the residential tenancies board and we know that that's an issue and we ask people where they where they find that to be the case that that landlords are, there's very severe penalties in that regard you're breaking the law if you don't register a tenancy uh the residential tenancies act is in place that is the law of the land and, and how do we enforce it beyond it be that, asking people is there a way we could no, enforce cuz that's a law of 2000 it is, it is a lot. Well, the RTB carry out research in this, and they've been well resourced to do that. Um, they're charged with any complaint that is received by a tenant or a third party on behalf of a tenant. Sometimes I understand that a tenant might, could feel very vulnerable making a complaint against a landlord, particularly an unscrupulous one. So a third party can make a complaint in that regard. Our local authorities also have uh, the authority uh, in law to be to carry out inspections in that space and to act upon um, the uh, to act upon excuse mm. me any complaints they receive there are other tenancies as well that are there that might be people renting a room in a home that are a license agreement as opposed to a tenancy that don't require that registration like the rent rent a room scheme and that so you know when you have to look into the detail of that data that can be part of that discrepancy as well there are many people who who do rent use the rent a room scheme that's not a tenancy uh, per se that's someone renting a room in their own home So it just depends how people answer that question. So the okay. discrepancy is not a whole heap of landlords, like thousands upon thousands not being registered. It could be a combination of a, num- of a number of things.
1: Can I ask you then just about w- w- one other thing before I let you go? And sure. it's the issue of enforcement as well when it comes to Airbnb. So we were talking mm-hmm. about it on, on, on this station during the week. Um, sure, uh, um, and yeah. the amount of units available, uh, like in, in Kerry, a hundred times not a hundred more, a hundred times the amount of units available on Airbnb compared to what's available to rent. Sixty-six times in Clare, fifty times in Donegal, even in Dublin, four times the amount of units available on on, on Airbnb compared to a uh, 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 long-term rental sector. Do do we need? Do yours? Does your government need to do more to to get some of that stock back into the long-term rental supply?
0: Yeah, yeah. We estimate there's probably about between 8,100 between eight thousand one hundred and ten thousand properties that are full properties. This isn't someone who's going away on holidays and yeah. you know renting them. We all know that. And Airbnb and Booking.com and all that have a place and that's fine for people or if people want to rent their own home home out for a maximum ninety days. But for second homes that are there, um you know, right now actually um people who have who have not sought planning permission uh, to use that home as a short term that are actually breaking the law. Um we do need to do more in that space that's why minister catherine martin and myself work yeah on who's the enforcing this we published? well who's enforcing it is if there's if there's a complaint received it's the local authorities will enforce it but what we do need the better way of doing it if you don't mind me saying so is the legislation that we published earlier this year which is basically that you would regulate the platforms so like your airbnb's your booking.com's and others that they won't be able to advertise a property unless you have uh, the requisite registration number, i.e. your planning Mm. uh, permission number. And that is the way that it's done in a lot of Europe. Now, we published the legislation and Minister Martin sent that to the European Commission. Uh, the Commission are assessing that, le- that legislation. And I actually wrote to Commissioner Smith, who's responsible about it just earlier this month, to ask them to expedite their work there. Because there could be anything between eight, ten, and 12,000 properties out there that could be in the long-term uh, rental market, and that are not, and that are being used inappropriately as short-term lets, frankly, because it's more lucrative for, for yeah. people, I would think, as well. And uh, But the, the regulation and registration at platform level, in my view, and in government's view is the best way to do this okay. because it means that the platform then can't advertise unless someone has a permission.
1: Minister for Housing, Dara O'Brien, Minister, thanks a million for joining us uh, you as are. always.